BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guy's Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. This episode is what I like to call the beginning of my farewell episodes. See, right before the holidays, I will be ending my tenure as Modern Manners Guy with quick and dirty tips, but I'll still be around. More to that to come. Now, let's kick off the show. Growing up, my parents would sometimes call me a space cadet for zoning out during a conversation. Turns out my mind wasn't necessarily in the clouds on purpose, but rather it was a result of having attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD, which made paying attention challenging. In fact, it's not only difficult, it's downright stressful when I realize that I've been missing out on several key issues during a conversation by mistake. However, ADHD isn't exactly my Achilles heel, and I'm not one to use it as a crutch. It is what it is, and with that, I've learned how to make sure to be overly polite in my sometimes lapse of details during a conversation. Now, I'm here to pass my knowledge on to Mannerly Nation. Here are three ways to pretend you're paying attention. Tip number one, smile and nod. Body language is key during a conversation, and I'll touch on that point later. But for now, I want to focus on the easiest ways to have a person across from you see your attentiveness. We've all heard the expression, fake it to make it. In fact, I've even talked about this in articles in the past. And it can also be used in many aspects of one's life, especially when trying to pretend you're paying attention. Fake it to make it by agreeing with your wacky boss who you really can't stand, just so you don't get fired. Also, fake it to make it by acting like you actually enjoy being around your partner's annoying friend so your partner won't complain about your rudeness. All normal situations that make trying to simply get by without appearing like you're in utter misery due to someone else's unmannerly ways, very daunting. So, when I say fake it to make it, I'm not using that as a way to appear misleading, manipulative, or even rude. Here, I'm simply saying that smiling and nodding to pretend you're paying attention will save you a world of embarrassment. Smiling and nodding is a go-to technique to get your mind in the practice of always making sure you pay attention rather than ignore someone, which may result in the terrifying words, 
Are you listening to me? Ugh, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that one growing up. Call me crazy, but I'll take the pretend way of paying attention in hopes of someone believing I'm 100% engaged rather than having them call me out on it. Madly Nation, let's be real. Not every single encounter with someone will be pleasant or riveting, but you can't let that affect how you're perceived. However, with this tip, I can't stress enough that I'm not advocating faking your enthusiasm for someone just to make sure they like you. This isn't about deception either. This is about survival. Matterly survival at that. Take how my parents used to call me a space cadet and put that into your professional and personal life. Being accused of not listening, purposefully or not, could be a deal breaker on multiple levels. When you politely smile and nod, it shows your engagement and attentiveness. As well, it gives someone the confidence that they are not being ignored, even if at times you're not always taking in what they're saying. Smiling and nodding also wakes up the body to get you out of your dazed funk. Kind of like how you smack your cheeks to keep you awake during a long car ride or having to power through some late-night paperwork. So if your brain fails you and starts to yell, Save me! Run! SOS! Smile, nod, and fake it to make it to survive the onslaught of boredom. All of which will buy you time and some mannerly points. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Tip number two change the subject. Along with firmly believing that Calvin, of Calvin and Hobbes fame, is my long lost little brother, he's also my favorite philosopher. I use this insight to better illustrate my point about properly pretending to pay attention with a cartoon in this article. But, to quote Calvin, for those of you listening to the podcast, he's talking to Hobbes and he says, When a person pauses in mid-sentence to choose a word, that's the best time to jump in and change the subject. This is a beautifully astute point about changing the subject by what appears to be a hyperactive elementary school child and also happens to be 100% correct. 
It's manners 101 never to interrupt someone. And this fact has to be remembered when there comes a time in which your attentiveness isn't exactly working in your favor during a conversation. See, there is a great difference between interrupting and changing the subject. Interrupting would be speaking over someone or completely derailing the conversation to something you prefer to discuss. Politely changing the subject is when you have the snippet of time to alter the discussion to a more engaging topic. When there's a break in the conversation, there's no shushing someone or rudely dismissing their train of thought. Here, it's an open door to save the conversation when your brain has taken a hiatus. Use that pause to strike and take over. By changing the subject, you not only wake up your mind, as I said in tip number one, but you also show the other person that you are present and alert, even if it's a struggle. When you change the subject of a conversation, you have to make sure that you properly transfer the discussion without completely cutting them off. Try something like, it's funny you mentioned that because it reminds me of a time when I... Or, when someone goes to order at a restaurant, use that opening as a chance to change the subject with something like this. I'm so glad we could get together. And then, go into a new topic. Also, being mindful of their story, regardless of how torturous it may be, try something like, that's an interesting point, and it reminds me of the time when I... Here, you're of course changing the topic, but you're doing so with polite transitions that shows the person across from you you're into their conversation as much as they are. Tip number three, watch your body language. English dancer, writer, broadcaster, and once creative director of the Royal Opera House, Deborah Bull, once said, Body language is a very powerful tool. We had body language before we had speech, and apparently 80% of what you understand in a conversation is read through the body, not the words. This quote rings so true in every conversation because your body language can make or break a discussion. As I mentioned above in tip number one about smiling and nodding, that's only part of the battle. In real desperate times of an extremely boring conversation, your body may fail you and change the person's perception of you. I think about positive-negative body language a lot as someone who always talks with their hands and uses facial expressions to further illustrate my point. See, people need to feel what you're saying by seeing it in the way you deliver a message. It's what makes great speakers remembered. And to that point, if you're starting to lose focus of what a person in front of you is saying, it can show on your face or in your body, language as a whole, even before you notice it. When this happens, it may cause someone, as I mentioned above, to utter the words, Are you even listening to me? which in most cases means they already know the answer. As I said before, I would never use my ADHD as a crutch, though I have seen others do it and it annoys me to no end. To me, it's just a part of who I am and is never going to change. With that, I've learned to deal with it and make it a mission to catch my wandering mind before it gets the best of me. See, dealing with it and not using it is the difference in how I'm able to pay attention to a conversation when I start to zone out. Knowing that I have a tendency to lose focus, I always make sure to use proper body language when listening. This isn't putting on an act. It's using positive body language 
to force me to listen. I sit up. I lean in. I nod. I smile. As I said above, I laugh at proper times, and I don't let my eyes wander or body slouch. The wandering eyes is a hard part, too. But if your eyes fail you while someone is talking, even if you are 100% alert, the person across from you will immediately think you're not paying attention. As the quote I mentioned before said, body language is always key, and it screams volumes. So, in times when you feel as if your mind is starting to fade, don't let your body follow. All right, folks, I love hearing from you, so please drop me a line, manners at quickanddirtytips.com, and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MannersQDT. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guide Tips for a More Polite Life. Also, check out my book, Reply All and Other Ways to Tank Your Career, for great tips and advice on job success. It's available now. Thanks again, and take care. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.